Hello, love. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I thank you for being you. I thank you for showing up and I thank you for taking up the space that you need to in order to survive. We have a wonderful guest today and we're just going to jump right into it. I'm so happy to have you on here. I've been looking, like I said, I've been looking at your content for I think like three years and I'll see your stuff all over Pinterest and even TikTok and Instagram and I'm like wow I love this person's art I resonate so deeply and the fact that I reached out and you responded I was like oh my god yay like I was so freaking excited to just have you this person that I don't put on a pedestal but I I see your art is such a profound piece of your existence that I resonate with so deeply that just made me feel so warm and fuzzy and so I am eternally grateful for you saying yes to be on this podcast Oh, oh my gosh, that literally brings a tear to my eye. That's so beautiful because I just, I don't know, sometimes, like, I guess I could say I never, um, well, I tell, like, my friends and family, I'm like, I didn't really mean for all this to happen. I kind of just went through, like, a lot of mental health struggles, and I just started Mm -hmm. being, like, you know, all I would do is just make art 24-7 in my, like, apartment in college, and Mm -hmm. um, I was like, no one understands me. Like, I don't know, I just see the world so different but you know even sometimes I would look back and I'm like what is this and I just I, sometimes and I couldn't even explain with words I still have a hard time with words which is why I love like visuals and colors and um, sometimes I'll write you know the poems and in the description what it means but it's really beyond words and a lot of times I'm like it's crazy people understand what I'm trying to say like like you resonating and all these people I'm like whoa like so many people must feel how I feel and like think a similar way and that's just like crazy to me because I feel very weird and like different most of the time you know yeah oh my god yeah I definitely get that words are really hard to be a understood by the human mind and eat like and also be like conceptualized so art is such a way of transmitting that and then putting just like a small sentence some people like poetry is a form that can show up in any place and like the most famous poets their poems often don't make sense unless you're in the right mind space and it's like oh my god that was so deep like that makes no sense so it just I guess it also depends on the same wavelength that you're on yes that is so true and yeah like I uh maybe I'm just like a really deep thinker sometimes, but in like one day of my life, I go through like every single thought, every emotion. And I talked with one of my friends, Justin, about this concept. Mm -hmm. And I I would say this is like saved me throughout my life this far, but he always calls it like the high perspective or like the God perspective. And he's like, literally you can look at anything in your life, like the most traumatic stuff. And obviously not in every case, like there are some things that are just straight up messed up and we can't, understand why that happened to us but I feel like in a lot of cases no matter what you go through you can see it from like the high perspective and you're like okay this this isn't good or bad it just is and I can see why it happened because if that didn't happen I wouldn't like even me um for example I sometimes I'm like whoa I've been through so much crazy stuff and I'll ruminate and wish I didn't go through it but like every little thing I went through led me to this very moment of talking to you right now. And like Mm -hmm. that concept blows my mind and it makes me more excited for life and for everything I endure because it all seems to be like weaved into some greater 
knowing that I can't see in the moment, but it always ends up leading me somewhere pretty cool down the road if I just like hold tight and like keep going one day at a time and like applying Mm -hmm. that perspective to everything every day like keeps me (laughs) mentally sane and (laughs) that's like my art that's all that my art is is like I just go think about a situation I'm like whoa well you know it's not just this one perspective or this one dimension I can see it in millions of different light lights and shades and I can make meaning of it and that's a way to kind of like take your power back as well and Mm -hmm. I don't know it's like all perspective I realize like I can literally make it whatever I want it to be you know yeah I love that I would love deeper into that if you want to yeah um gosh these dang words well I'm so good at explaining like essences of things but (laughs) okay let me think You can take whatever form you want to on this podcast. If you want to be super poetic or super vague and blunt with your words, you can take up whatever space you want to. Uh, Okay, well, I think I'm just good at using my own life circumstances for things. But um, yeah, I guess I'm really grateful to have a handful of really deep, you know, soul family friends that I can have these conversations with and I was with a friend yesterday and mm-hmm. we were going through all this stuff too and I was just uh, college as me anything and then like a month ago she messaged me on Instagram and was like I've loved your art for years like do you want to be friends and we met up and now she's such a like important person in my life and has taught mm-hmm. me so much and so yeah. that's an example of like I was literally had all the same friends as this person was in the same space as them. We never connected. Um, And then right when I really actually needed it, she came into my life. And so moments like that, where it's like, this is divine. This is some higher like power orchestrating this. And I have situations like that happen to me all the time. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on here or like, but I just know there, there is a higher energy power, whatever you want to call it that, really I feel like works in our best interest um Mm -hmm. and experiencing that throughout my life uh really got me fascinated I think I feel like I'm telling a story right now I don't know where I'm going with this so stay with me I'm just like uh, grabbing a million different areas at once and trying to fit it together as something but uh yeah that would just happen to me all the time these like miracles and uh I just was so curious about it and I felt like I obtained this perspective that Uh, a lot of people around me and my family didn't have and I would see people suffer with so much like addiction and depression and my perspective helped me through all that and so I was like what if I could just plant this little seed in other people's brains and Mm -hmm. help humans I don't know how this went from my friend to this (laughs) I just really started to see how life worked in a deeper way and it really fascinated me and I try to tell that as a story through my art, I suppose. And when when more people seem to really enjoy it, I was like, whoa, like this is helping people. And I would get messages that it like changed someone's life, like the way they viewed themselves in the world. And I was like, dude, that's crazy. And then I was like, this is like the butterfly effect. Like now I'm planting seeds in all these humans and who are they going to go out and like change? Like who are they going to help in that? made me even more excited and so now I've I still don't know what I'm doing or what's going on but I just 
I'm like, okay, this is beautiful. Like it really helps me to help others. And I'm so excited about like the mysticalness of life and Mm -hmm. how it's all happening. So I'm just, I try to just stay in my heart and not think about it too much because I feel like our human mind tries to logically understand these things that are beyond understanding because they're so infinite Mm -hmm. and it's like the God essence. It's like, we can't even grasp how this stuff is happening. But (laughs) I, yeah, but when I go in my heart, I'm like, okay, as long as I stay in my heart and I love people and I connect, uh, this will all work itself out because life is freaking weird. I don't know what's going on, but Mm -hmm. I'm just going to stay in that space and, and it has worked out. Everything's just like evolving and Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't know what tangent I'm on, but I clearly I have a lot of stories to share. So <laughs> there we go. That was something. Yeah, those are all beautiful. I've been. I don't even know how to word what you just said into. What I don't you, either at yeah. all. <laughs> it's, it's into like forming what I want to say. I've been like struggling with being really present and at the same time being extremely present. Where like, I will be so in the moment that's being given before me that I'm just like wait what was just said you know and then I'm just like yeah. and then the conceptualization of trying to understand what's happening around you I think I just made a poem about this and it was we're not meant to concept we're meant to feel through it and release it and often we think we Whoa. have to yeah often we think we have to like analytically what just happened you know, logistically makes sense of it in our brains but when we can just share what we're feeling like I was looking at this trauma healer and she was talking about how you don't want to um analytically or logically go to somebody and explain the way that they made you feel you just say you made me feel like abandoned you made me feel like shit you just get right to the point and that's such a fascinating thing because it hits right to the feeling of what's really happening and when we can tap into that and feel it rather than conceptualize it, it's like we're floating through like this fairy dust. I don't know how else to explain that, but we're just like floating. And that's what we're meant to be doing as humans is just surrendering and going with that flow. Oh, my goodness. I'm so glad you brought that up because I was really excited to tell you about something. And I was like, how do I get to this point? But this is perfect because Yay. that is my like literally current life realization mm-hmm. and I feel like every year I keep realizing more and building, but like in this moment that has been my biggest epiphany that we're literally energy. Everything Mm -hmm. is energy. And I try to see it as like an object. So like this year, for example, I have had such bad digestion problems the past few years. And I was like trying to cure it with supplements and all that is cool. But when things really changed was when I like moved the stuck energy that was in my like solar plexus, which mm-hmm. is like your mm-hmm. uh like upper stomach area. Yeah. And I was like, dang, like, okay, this is associated with like my self-worth and my power. And there was definitely a lot of traumatic things I went through that stripped that from me. And it manifested as like a physical block in my body. And yes. I now I'm just so excited to share this information with people and help however I can because I went through like thousands of dollars of treatment centers and medication. And I'm not saying any of that's bad, but it like all kind of felt like it was like slightly helping. But the real change was when I discovered how to move stuck energy in my body. And I, I feel like I tried many things and I pieced them together for like a grand realization. Um, Mm -hmm. 
And that's also part of the mysticalness is like, I would do this thing where I would just say, you know, God, I don't know if you're real, but I'm really into like the laws of the universe, like, cause it's yeah. all based on energy. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, there's a lot of that that I follow, but I always do like prayer and I like believe that I'll be given a guide or a sign and I would play with that a lot. And it's like crazy how real it is. Um, my friends and I were talking about it, that when you really tap into that state, it's almost like you could experience these symptoms that are like psychosis or, or what someone would call that because you leave your understanding of how you thought the world worked and you see that there's like a whole other realm out there, but I'll mm-hmm. little, but I did that and I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me, but something's wrong and I don't know how to fix it. So like, God help me just, I will be watching for signs. Like, let's go. And literally every day there was a sign or a guide, but you have to like watch because it's like, you're in a movie and you're like, okay, this is all happening right now. Like, let's look around, let's be open. And uh, for me, I actually heard this inner voice, whether it's myself or God, you know, whatever you want to call it. And yeah, it's so weird. It was like, connect with this is so funny because I, I hope to send him this video because then he gets to hear about this but I heard this <laughs> voice and it was like connect with your friend from college Graham his friend uh Brian because he always talked about God and like for some reason I'm drawn to that right now like I just feel like these God people have yeah. higher wisdom and intelligence and even if I don't resonate with religion fully or whatever like I know they're close to like the truth of like what I'm seeking and so I reached out to him and I haven't talked to this guy in like five years and we were never friends or anything. We just like met once, but I knew he was all into God. And mm-hmm. he comes over to my house. We like eat some snacks and talk. And he's like, Christine, I feel like you should go to this acupuncture center. Um, and I just go because I knew it was like something clicked. And I was like, that was that was one of the signs. <laughs> Anyone yeah. listening to this is going to be like, she's crazy. But I swear this stuff is real. And no, I get it. So I get I, it. Yeah. So I went to the acupuncture center and there I met like this uh energy healer uh she's from China but she does like Tibetan energy work and she knows how to move like stuck trauma and energy out of the body and they told me about because I would go like twice a week for like eight months so I became close with all of them and they were telling me about like our chi and our energy and how our body is like a river of flowing energy at all times, like from toe to head, you know, it just cycles and cycles. And when we go through a traumatic event or when there's any emotion that's blocked, it puts like sticks in the dam or they said ice, like it gets frozen. And so Mm -hmm. it's stuck. And that's where disease manifests in the body. And uh, this is crazy too. And so I was like, whoa, okay, this just feels like the truth. I don't know how to explain it, but it feels like the truth. And then that night I went to get my hair cut and there was the lady and she just looked at me. There was one hairdresser in the place. It was like 8 PM. Like I forget some little random hair place, but she just looked at me and was like talking about all these Bible verses and God. And she looked at me and she was like, everything is one in the body. She's like, when one part is sick, all parts are sick, something like that. And I Googled it and it's a verse about that. And it just all clicked. And I was like, Oh my God, like, it's all one in the body. So if our liver is not working right from, uh, you know, being unhealthy or your liver holds like your anger, for example. So if we have trapped anger and the liver is not working properly, uh, all the other organs go down with it. 
it's all one and every organ has a vibration literally your organs emit like a frequency and a vibration and so I was like yo what the heck like this all makes so much sense and it just feels like the truth like you just know beyond (laughs) your your logical mind and so I you know experimented with all that for a while and I was like I I know there's like more to this and immediately I thought about in high school when I was 17 which was about 10 years ago now um, I was really sick I had I was on all types of weird pills and uh, suicidal and just had no clue about my soul or anything deeper in life and Mm -hmm. this guy in high school like I literally wanted to die and like bad place and yeah this guy in high school out of nowhere just handed me a bag of mushrooms and I like <laughs> I was with my friend and at that point I had only ever done like pills and like Xanax and all that and yeah I have this girlfriend Lindsay and I was like yo let's just take this I guess and we had no idea what we were doing and we just pulled up a trippy YouTube video and we're like all right I think we're supposed to watch this when we take them and we took them and of course there are no words what happened but all I knew is that when I came out the next day, so that whole year of being 17, I've never been so immensely ill in my life. I had a really bad eating disorder. I was like, but there are no words. You can't explain what's happening to you when you're in the midst of deep illness. It was just like emergency, something's wrong. This is a soul sickness, like help this girl. And I feel like freaking something guided that guy to come to me because that, Mm -hmm. that one mushroom trip, changed my life and is literally why I am who I am today but when I came out the next day because you know I'm so young I can't talk to my family about this no one around me knew about this so I Mm -hmm. I was in shock and I didn't even know how to explain what I went through but when I came out the next day my eating disorder that was a demon like gripping me for like a year was just gone all the thoughts were gone the intrusive thoughts I stopped you know uh starving myself and throwing out my food and I stopped, I was taking 10 Xanaxes a day. um, And it was literally like, I couldn't, I didn't know what happened. And I was like, oh my God, like whatever just happened that like saved my life. And I started doing research and literally the best way I could explain it now was I feel like my soul was like very sick. And Mm. uh, because it's like, we're like mind, body, spirit, right? And it's all connected. And I feel like my soul was so sick and thus my mind and body were sick and whatever the mushrooms did now I understand I think they like revibrated my energy and they moved out this stuck trauma and quote darkness that is inside of me and I feel like they brought me back to my my god self like how we all come to earth our true nature before we go through all that stuff like your cells are thriving your blood is like pumping your organs are clean and like everything is like realigned back to its original state. And I had never been happier or felt better in my whole life. And like, I just was like, dude, whatever just happened to me, like this is my life path and I have to help humans. Like, holy shit, what was that? And I kind of forgot about it, you know, years and in college, I kind of fell off the deep end again. Uh, And then, but as I look, and you know, I experimented with some other plant medicine and all that, but, it's crazy about like two years ago, I was, I hit a really another like dark point and this is weird too. It was like mushrooms were just like all around me. Like my mom would just 
okay, this is a weird story. Let's go here. So I was really not well. I kind of felt like back in that time that I was in and my mom calls me and she's like, I was at dinner with my, and my mom's super like not into that stuff at all. You know, like she doesn't do that or anything. Doesn't really understand it, but she knows I was into it. And, uh, she was at dinner with her friend and she was like, Christine, me and my friend Lynn, this guy just walked by us and he needed an, an Uber. And so we bought him an Uber, you know, and I think they were just drunk, like older ladies and just like probably trying to hit on this guy who the heck knows, <laughs> but they yeah. got him an Uber and she was like, it turns out he lives in your apartment complex. And he was telling us about mushrooms and I told him about you and all that. And sh- and so next thing I know, an hour later, someone knocks on my door and it's just this guy and he just is holding a bag of mushrooms in my face. It's like, these are for you. Oh and my God. It was that moment of like the knowing thing where I was like, something sent this dude to help me. I just know it. And so I obviously went in and was like, I'm terrified, but like, I just know this is like medicine, you know? And it yeah. uh, once again, like brought me back and... So I'm integrating all these things that I've been through. And that was a really long response. But uh, yeah, what you said about energy and that's as close as I've come. And the reason I'm so passionate about it is, is because I have experienced the absolute darkest realm of horror in the human existence of being like so mentally ill of like Mm. about to die. You know, like I've been to a mental health center like emergency like for a month you know I've been to the deep end and then I've been healed through this god intelligence whatever you want to call it and so everything I've learned on my journey uh this is such a I want to share the story with others and I'm like how could I do that and I'm like well my art is my gift so I will embed these messages and energy and healing through my art and yes and so that's just what I've been doing and don't know where it's going to lead me but that's kind of my story up until this moment that was pretty long but hopefully there were gems of wisdom in there to help people who are in a similar situation as I was yeah no that was incredibly beautiful thank you for being vulnerable and thank you for sharing all that of course yeah I'm really open book like you could ask me anything I just genuinely really want to help people um because like I said I I knew if I out of that space and I I remember like my rock bottom like prayer I was like if there is a god if you get me out of this like I will spend the rest of my existence like helping others and now that I've come out I just it was so dark that that's all I want to do is help people so anything I can share to help others I'm totally in yeah that's beautiful I where I never was like super into drugs or I I microdose psilocybin but I've never done like full trips because I'm really scared of not having control. That's my one thing is I I really have a hard time surrendering and letting go of what could happen. I had an, I took an edible back in April of last year and um, I had no control during this trip. And I know that it taught me, but those few months afterwards and during that trip, it felt like complete hell. It felt like I was literally in my own hell loop where I had no control. The walls were moving. The stars were blinking at me. I felt nauseous. I felt my heart is like pumping out of my chest. I was like, I will never do this again. And then I realized that that trip of that amount of THC in my system was medicine and that I needed to 
surrendered to that because it was bringing up all my anxiety and all my worries from childhood, all my trauma from childhood. And the universe is like, all right, this is going to fucking suck maybe, but this is your way of healing all this stored energy that's been in your body for years and years and years. And I like deeply disassociate. And that's my body's way of protecting itself. And so when I am in contact a with these plant medicines or I'm just like, I'm open to receiving God's intelligence. I love the way you said that of the universe. Then that's the way that I can move this energy from my toes to my crown and out and release. And I resonated so deeply with what you said. I mean, again, I've never done full trips, but I've, I've been, um, subconsciously manifesting a lot of people in my life that have been healing through psilocybin or MDMA or marijuana. And it's really beautiful. And for those plant medicines to really be a catalyst for your journey is magnificent because they're, they're mother medicines. They're there for a reason. Yeah. And I was talking to my friend yesterday about, I was like, this is crazy. Cause I, you know, I have these friends from college and childhood that, you know, have taken all this acid and ecstasy and their lives are like completely falling apart and they it's like they didn't Mm -hmm. integrate any of the wisdom that it's like they were just trying to get high and yes I think that's where the fear has come from and the bad stigma but like for example I know that's how you actually reached out to me because I posted on my story that I had taken some MDMA and Mm -hmm. uh once again I had been in a bad space for some time it was just like all this trapped energy in my body and it was making me so anxious and like depressed and I was like how do I get this out how do I get this out and it was like someone came through again and and delivered the medicine and I I knew so I like to observe what happens during these trips and basically for me it's like you know your thoughts will go off if you let them if you go in your head you're gonna go down the rabbit hole but when you anchor that energy back into your body and you breathe and you see it moving as an object that's when the healing happens so I took I was with one of my friends at this lake and we both took like a point of it and we were sitting there and I was like it hit me and I was like I am freaking high as shit it was very intense and Mm -hmm. but it was like the energy the chi was like rising in my body and I just was like (sighs) doing this insane deep breathing and like with Mm -hmm. each breath like I would go in and then out and I would feel like 10 years of emotion and pain leaving my body as like an object and like wow it was insane and like every time I'd breathe out tears would just like come out of my eyes and I'd breathe in it was like life and like healing and like um your body just you know where to go so you get your hands you know I was getting my hands we both were in we're just like massaging our stomach and our chest and kind of like Mm -hmm. pounding our fist where our heart is and we were like both experiencing the same thing or we were literally moving stuck energy out as like a physical object and that was like two months ago when I first did that and like my stomach was so swollen from IBS like inflamed and painful and like it looks like I'm pregnant all the time and like which I'm not and and I took this stuff and literally it's been two months and my stomach's almost completely flat and my digestion is like back to normal and I've I've had digestion issues for every you know when I wasn't there was a four-year period where I didn't touch uh psilocybin or MDMA and that was Mm. like oh my gosh pure hell digestion issues and it literally cured it within one trip of releasing that energy and that's why I'm just trying to make a positive stigma for this stuff because I know 
festival people are hippies and they just get high all the time and it's everyone's like oh these fried hippies and it's like uh there's a layer beyond that where like people yes. could literally be healed of I I was so fascinated by what happened to me so obviously I've done research and I've seen stories of people in their 50s 60s 70s that have had PTSD and depression their whole life and have tried every medication tried to commit suicide miserable and they trip one time and they're like I'm healed like oh my gosh like Mm -hmm. and so it to me I'm like that's like a piece of God in the flesh that is come here to assist humans so I'm just trying to share this with with anyone that could know and when I posted on my story of course I got those few messages of like you shouldn't be promoting this like people have really bad trips and I responded and just said I completely understand that that is a reality and that could happen Mm -hmm. but I have to put this out there for anyone that it would help because although maybe there are a handful of people who have had a bad trip and maybe committed suicide or are traumatized for life there's probably a hundred thousand times more people who are trapped in trauma and addiction and one trip could get them out of that and so I'm more and leaning to that side of like of course everything in life has its good and bad but I personally think this the good far outweighs all this and I my mother's a really really bad alcoholic uh she's like 60 now and and since Mm -hmm. I was like four years old I remember her drinking a lot and uh my sister bless her soul hopefully she knows I'm spreading this wisdom or this information to just help people but she's been addicted to heroin and fentanyl now for over 10 years and neither of them are open to try this stuff and I know it there's evidence it cures addiction and to watch people close to you suffer and you're like there's a tool right here that could save your life and get you out of this grip is just it makes me that much more passionate to just become a living example and share my story with others and Mm -hmm. tell people where I've been and how dark it's been and and just instead of trying to preach it or shove it in their face just say look at me now like I've been where you are and it was so scary but here I am and I can share with you these tools that have helped me and and just give them hope you know because I think Mm -hmm. being a living example is the best way to help anybody like want to change you know yeah yeah that's the sad reality sometimes too that we as humans sometimes have to come to terms with is somebody's karma or somebody's journey might just be the suffering that they're going through I guess and it's just we have to let that play out for themselves like same with sometimes in my family I'm like look I'm doing all this like trauma work all this healing like I'm really diving in I forgive you I want to have a relationship with you I accept you but it's never returned to me and sometimes that's really really hard to digest because it's like well look at me like I've done all this work and I have this trauma like I have peace and it's like it's their journey to perceive me the way that they're going to perceive me and for them to have their journey through witness and that is so hard to come to terms with sometimes because it's like look like yeah you want to like shake them and be like I have the answers for you like here's the yellow brick road it's right there right in front of your eyes just take it but they're like they just they can't I guess yes oh my gosh that's a really cool point too because I I was actually talking to my sister she's in a better place and I told her I was like you know life is really trippy because uh I was like, I did the higher perspective thing. I was like, cause like, okay, words, damn. <laughs> okay. So 
say this is one perspective, right? That our souls chose to come here. We already knew everything we were going to go through. We don't have free will, right? Like it's mm-hmm. literally a written story and we're, it's playing out. But when you, before you come here, you're like, you know, in the heavens or some dimension, whatever. And, and you're coming back and, and you're like, okay, I'm going to choose this family. I'm going to choose these circumstances because in this lifetime, I'm going to earth to be a healer. And part of being a healer means I have to feel the pain and the torture that people I'm going to heal have been through. That way I can have compassion to heal them. And so someone chose that specific path and then they come here and they forget and they're like, fuck, why am I suffering? This is shitty. And they go back to their logical mind. And I was telling my sister, I was like, what if you zoom out and go to the high perspective and you knew that this was going to happen all along? And that you have to just hang tight because when you're 40, you're going to inherit some money or you're going to have money to open a healing center and you're going to save hundreds of thousands of people's lives with addiction and and your life is going to be so much better than it would have been if you didn't go through all that shit because now you have some crazy meaning and purpose and before you die, you're like, oh my gosh, I saved hundreds of thousands of people's lives. Like that's beautiful and then you die you know but yeah that's obviously one perspective I have no idea the answer but like it's uh yeah what you were saying um that sometimes I realize should I be interfering because growing up I remember wanting to save everybody I was like mom is sick I have to help mom like and it felt like if I helped her and realigned her path it just felt like that was my job or something and I was supposed to Mm -hmm. save her and help her and one of my friends was like what if she literally came here to be sick, you know, so that you could obtain this wisdom because her sickness, you know, made you seek healing and you were came here to heal people. Like you could look at it from like a million uh, perspectives and angles. And I just think that is so cool. And so maybe I'm like, you know, maybe I'm not even supposed to try to save her life. And maybe she literally came here to be sick. And that's to let that go and that's what she her soul needs to learn these lessons in this lifetime like you know there's so many ways to see it and I know that is hard to accept and understand pain and suffering but like I said there might be or that anyone deserves that but there might be a realm beyond us you know God that is like just let everything play out it's all going to be okay just trust you know Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so hard when you're, like, in the thick of it. And then when you see it at, at like, uh, this is, like, something new that I had heard. And so when you see birds, they're a symbolization of going high in the sky and circling around and seeing everything not being so serious. You know, I don't know how else to say that. And we're kind of like a third-person perspective. And so when you're in the thick of it, I don't know why my it says that we might have to stop it and then I might have to send you another one and I might have to connect it two pieces. Oh, is it? Oh wait, is it no, not working it, for you? It wasn't working for a second. I think it's gonna work now. There we go. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> I think the universe is just like, girl, take a deep breath. So <laughs> that's what I'm doing. <laughs> but um, so yeah, it's like when you're in the thick of it. Like right now, I'm in a place in my life where there's been an immense amount of change in the past like week and even in the past few months and I'm just like why universe like last night I was so pissed off and I didn't feel like anybody could directly give me the answers and so I was just like sitting there with it and I was like respectfully fuck you universe respectfully fuck you god because 
I don't know why you're putting me through this right now. And honestly, I still don't have the answers because I feel so, I feel like I can't trust a lot of people right now. I feel like all these things where I'm just like, why? But I know that I will find the answer. And sometimes even to admit that, it takes setting aside your ego and just like stepping into that heart space and just being like, I know it fucking sucks, but one day it will make sense and it does not have to make sense. Yes, that is so beautiful. I love that we were able to see that. I mean, yeah, right when I graduated college, which was like three, four years ago now, um, Mm -hmm. that was like right when COVID happened. And I just remember I had this whole plan of like, I want to travel the world and all these ideas. And I literally got hit with like a very traumatic event and it made me go so inward. And that was like the beginning of my art on Instagram kind of getting noticed and it completely changed my path and now I sit here and I'm like traveling the world is cool sure but like now I have like an online community of like thousands and thousands of friends and people I can connect with and honestly this is way better because this is freaking cool like I get to share like my feelings and thoughts on the internet and make friends and it's been like the coolest experience of my life thus far and although it was so traumatic and I remember having all these thoughts where I was like, dude, I just spent my whole life in school and I want to be free and just like explore and play. And now I have to do more trauma work and figure all this shit out. I was like, damn it. Like, why is this happening again? But yeah, I, I now see like three, four years later, like, whoa, like, I mean, it's neutral. I'm deeply sad that I went through all that, but I'm also deeply grateful for these crazy lessons that it taught me, you know, relatively still early in my life. I now have all this wisdom to take and apply for the rest of my life and within that darkness there have been many I have found you know through altering my perspective so I'm really happy that you can see that and sometimes it definitely does take time but I have found it always like plays itself out and ends up being all right you know yeah I've I've been writing down some of the things that you've been saying they're like they're hitting so perfectly right now and I'm just like I don't have to fully digest anything, but just to simply hear those words roll off your tongue and that my subconscious is listening and it will make sense is wonderful. And even about, I want to circle back around to the solar plexus thing that you were talking about. And so my anxiety that was brought up with my edible trip was... I realized that I that my anxiety was in my solar plexus. So whenever I get anxious, I feel nauseous and I feel super, super unsafe right there in my stomach. And for me, it's this feeling of abandonment. Whenever I feel abandoned, I either get really anxious or I get really sad. And when you said confidence, I have a really hard time trusting myself. And I was like, damn, that's another piece that I needed to hear of this puzzle that's being, you know, unveiled before my eyes. And then... I love the way that you put together that piece of the physical where you had stomach issues surrounding that, even probably that, like that solar plexus area. And um, the way that physical shows up and there's a certain saying, and I'm also, um, I love Reiki. I've, I've done um, Qigong. I've, um, I know about like the Chinese medicine, I think those things are amazing because they work with the physical body as well. And as I say this, I'm kind of like losing my train of thought, but 
that's me all the time so many inspiring thoughts right and you're just like how do you channel it to get it all out in one sentence instead of like going in a circle yeah you just piece together the the like points that come to your brain and it just writes the story itself as you talk about things you think are interesting yes yes exactly and um so yeah anyhow I think I lost the that you're saying is resonating so deeply and I know that it's also um right now like the trauma and the things that you're going through right now won't make sense in this now moment but they will like you said even when you're like 40 and you have money and you're being handed this whatever the circumstance might be to heal people and there's like that sentence where heal people heal people and hurt people hurt people and no matter what version or what type of healing that you do it will do the butterfly effect the butterfly effect just like you said as well and that's another just like key that was like it it's in my subconscious that you just like unlocked there as well and I was like damn that's good information oh that's amazing yeah I wanted to drop this little thing too about um something when I was saying when I would go in on the trips um something that I really realized that was happening is is in my life like when I've had times of anxiety or depression, like it's like almost like the energy gets stuck in the head and, or like psychosis mania. It's like, it's super heady. And so when I trip, I do this thing where I'm like mind, heart and gut, like your stomach, Mm -hmm. because I know our stomach is like our inner fire, like our center and it's its own brain and intelligence and our heart is its own brain and intelligence and the mind is. And so, whenever I'm spinning out every day where I I start getting all heady and I start overthinking and I'm like panicking and, you know, losing touch with my spirit. I I always repeat this mantra. I'm like mind, heart, gut, mind, heart, gut. And I visualize this alignment and I'm like, that means to stay grounded in my body and like, you know, make sure I'm deeply stomach breathing through my, through my belly. Um, stay in my heart so that I'm led by my heart and not my mind. You know, I'm led by love and that higher intelligence because that's like your heart doesn't really have all the fear in it you'll notice that's your brain and so if you live through your heart it's just like the love path and you're like I'm gonna take this chance because love and because if I don't take a chance it'll never happen and you lead through love and then your brain you keep it really focused and you tame it like you're it's like the dog you're like God and you tame your mind and you're like I will guide you you're not gonna guide me I'm not gonna sit sit here and let the story play out that's going to send me down a rabbit hole like you'll see think about how many times yourself or anyone else has lost their mind because their thoughts just went somewhere but your thoughts aren't you right and so you like pull back and you're like my brain is just another tool to like uh direct and add insight to this full mechanism being you know but they each Mm -hmm. all hold their own intelligence so whenever I trip um that really helps me is it brings me back to my center and then uh I'm just sharing this because I feel like it could help really center people and then Mm -hmm. I was like okay this is like its own intelligence now how do I become that how do I become that in a sober state every day and so for me it was like my art it was like I'm gonna stay in the center of my heart I'm gonna ground in my body and then I'm pulling visions and wisdom and energy from the ether like the heavens down through my vessel and out. And then, so that's like a a practice you can do every day to embody that because I know a lot of times we'll trip and we'll have these 
godly profound experiences and then we have to go back to quote real life or reality and you're sick again and it's a vicious cycle but if you can become the essence of the trip and make it your personality and your and wear those glasses all the time throughout life and just become that essence like that's also something that's really helped me in life so any way to find your uh your way of expressing that energy um i think that can be like of good use for a lot of people yeah i don't i'm sure it's going to resonate with others but i'm definitely having this divine like entanglement with you for a reason because you are literally hitting every like note of my soul right now i'm just like damn 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 like you're just spitting facts right now i'm like taking notes like oh my god this matcha is helping me i drank this matcha and i'm like Mm -hmm. sweating and all freaking (laughs) Like, I'm just super pumped right now. The stuff I'm so passionate about. So I'm just so grateful for this. And I feel like it's flowed so beautifully thus far because I was like, words and are very hard and phones are difficult. Yeah. But yeah. I know in my heart what I'm trying to get at. So I think mm. it's, it's it's been portrayed slightly well. Beautiful. Yeah. And I see green as being like the place of, is green the throat chakra or the heart chakra? I know, I only know this because someone told me recently, they said green was the heart. Beautiful. So, like, as you're drinking that matcha, you are subconscious, that open heart, and you're able to channel that through your your throat and then out your mouth. Oh, that's beautiful. Yes. And yeah. I don't know why this just came up, but uh, I'm so grateful you and I, and hopefully whoever hears this, an encouragement to, like, follow this, the path of their spirit because... Uh, Dang, how much time do we have? I wanted to add a little something, but I don't want to. No, we have, this can go until like an hour and 20 minutes. So we still have like 40 minutes if you want to keep talking. Okay. Well, I don't know. I feel called to share this. And I do want to say that uh, for anyone listening or you, I 100% never want to seem like I know the way or the answers because I don't. I'm literally just sharing my story and it could be not resonate with someone else. So I always want to say that because I hate feeling like preachy or like I know everything. You know what I mean? But Yeah, I, I get that completely. <laughs> but um, yeah. Yeah. So I just want to share a little bit about this essence because yes. you were saying how or I was getting at to find the path of the spirit is such a blessing in this life because I've talked to other people about this. I've seen it. I've been a living embodiment of it. And uh of course it's balance, right? Like we are humans in these bodies and there's these material things that have to get done, whether it's a part of our duty, our karma, like I got to work and serve humans or, you know, saying hello to someone today. Like there's these human things that we have to do and we need shelter and food. But, um, and I am very grateful for my father and how I grew up and everything. I'm not shunning this world, but it's a part of my story. And why I am who I am but I grew up with like my dad had a lot of financial abundance and when I I knew nothing about my soul and so that time I told you about in high school when I was very sick and stuff Mm -hmm. it was weird because we had everything material that like you could ever want like like my first car when I was like 16 was like an a really nice car you know like I had everything that you could think you would want and I was so miserable and sick and that was really scary for me because I was like, like I said, I'm so grateful that I had food and shelter. Like I can't imagine the trauma that comes with our basic survival needs not being met. But I personally feel like there's a line of like 
when you have everything you need to survive and then it gets taken further and further and further and it's becoming this beast that is never satisfied and I I grew up around a lot of people like that and and those people my friends from high school are either dead in prison or addicted to meth and heroin and are some of the saddest people I've ever met and Mm -hmm. I saw way too many cases of that and so I was like yo what is a lot of times in our society these material successes and goals are like shown that you'll be happy one day when you have this and like I said this isn't black and white and it's totally okay to be into that stuff but being a person that has experienced both sides I think it's really valuable and it could help people to remember that a lot of things that do feel like are missing and hurting are inside of us and through our connection with god or a higher power and it's fascinating because i i would go to some of my sister's aa classes with her and apparently i guess the guy that created it i think they said he had an lsd trip but and i don't want to sound dumb if i'm wrong but that's what some people told me but it was out apparently but it's all about you saying you submitting yourself to a higher power and serving others and that is what gets you out of your addiction and so i thought that was weird that all these people that were stuck in their addiction, which is the essence of it is like, um, I need more. I need more. This is not enough. Like reaching for these outside objects or things. And then when they have a spiritual awakening, which is like one of the steps, it's like, I have an awakening to God knowing that there's something higher than myself. That's part of their like healing. And so I connected all this stuff that, uh, (laughs) this is such a random tangent, but, (laughs) I just wanted to share this for anyone that maybe is like super young or is struggling or feeling like empty and these outside things are not working, that there is a beautiful journey to be had inward and that I just wish I knew that younger, I guess, because I was so stuck and and sad for so long. And when I went inward and, and started discovering that, all of my beauty and things that were really important to me were already here. They are already here in this moment. Mm -hmm. It's not something you have to buy or you'll get one day or you'll you'll be happy one day. Like you can access everything that will bring you joy in this moment through your spirit and your heart. And it's possible. And (laughs) that was very random, but I just think it could help a lot of people. And that perspective really, really helped me. And, uh, yeah, there's my little matcha story. Yeah, I love that. That definitely resonated. I have to be taking like big steps in the next few weeks of everything. And I'm just, I'm trying to circle this back around to what you said, plugging things in and analyzing, but I guess you don't have to. I guess there's a speak and then you can give your sense to anybody else that is doing the same. And, um, so I, I had plans on flying out to the West Coast with a friend that fell through. Um, kind of a friendship crumbled in the middle of that where I thought my soulmate, like that kind of friendship. And I realized some things and things feel very different now. And it's just like things, everything feels like it's crumbling around me. Like every structure that I thought I've built is falling and Um, So now I'm going to be going completely solo traveling another thousand miles away from my home base that I am right now. Um, And I'll be living on my own. 
complete strangers with people I've never met before. And to me, that's like, you know, terrifying. I've, I'm from Michigan, but I'm living in Colorado and I'll be heading out to Washington. And I'm like, what do I do with all this universe? Why are you providing me with so much solitude or so much newness? And I think I really don't even know how to like circle it back, but hearing from you that also circled back to this this older version of me is the buddha says that there's suffering in this human existence and there's no outrunning that it's just what you choose to do with that suffering and i was like dang and then also the sentence that you said like um serving others will help get you out of pain with the aa story that serving others will take you out of pain and when i first started i'm sure you feel the same with your art is that was your way of serving humanity which is what you already kind of said and I started a TikTok account and social media influencing on Instagram but I deleted both of those accounts this this past few months and they had large followings but I was like for some reason I need to let them go so I deleted both of those accounts and now I have new ones but now I'm just like how do I serve humanity that way because I was so passionate about influencing and being this catalyst for this light for people to see and hear and have a safe space to ask me questions but I just don't know how to circle back around to that and something that is screaming at me is art but I don't even know how to begin with that either and I love your story and I love the way you've brought all these pieces together and how your pieces are unique to you and your poetry is unique to you and it's it's a wonderful masterpiece of of love within all that and this still didn't get to the point I'm trying to make and I guess it's not supposed to but I, I just felt called uh, to say all that thank you yes I don't want to do you have like paper near you there's just these two points I want to hit and I feel like I'm gonna forget you could here wait I have a I have a pen I was yes. gonna ask you right this down, okay. but I'm gonna do it right real quick um, okay because you hit such amazing points and I feel like it could help a lot of people so let yes. me this really quick. Um, okay, so what you said about the pain not destroying us. So I actually, my next drawing is literally about this. I was going to make it like today or tomorrow. Can I, I don't want to leave this phone screen and have this end but i i wanted to pull up a note in my phone if i like swipe up and go to notes will it end the call or you think this is okay it should work i i've been taking notes on my phone too like the notes app so i think it should be okay if you do that okay i think it's okay let's see if i can find it um okay i wrote after all these years i've learned to transmute my pain into another form into something beautiful then it doesn't have power over me i am the creator because mm-hmm. i had a vision where like once again if everything is energy is we don't want to get in our head and overthink it we want to move it as like a form then all you have to do is be the creator the this is hits it so perfectly i met this uh, sculptor at this art show he's like this really cool guy from africa statues and he's the most vibrant radiant soul and i asked him about his art i was like can you tell me things and he was like well he's like you know i've made like 
like in his 60s and he's been doing this since he was like a teenager and he was like uh every day wow. when i do a new sculpture and i'm that as me chipping away all the things that don't serve me and when i get to the, the center of it and it's finished oh. he's like that's my new ref- oh my god and i and he's like, like yeah he's like my whole life of this practice and this essence he's like the work is never done so it's not like you eventually are your most healed perfect self it's just a walk through life right you every day you chip away at things that are further from god and you chip away and you return to the pure center it's just that's him he's taking his power back and he's not afraid of the pain or the darkness of life he's transmuting it into a form of beauty and that's literally my art because I'm like I just have to find a way to transform and transmute this and then I take my power back and it's not like scary anymore it's more like fun I can play with this pain and I can play with this experience and and rewrite the story and make it what I want and that's like something cool about being super creative minded I feel like that takes you out of your logic of trying to understand and you kind of just flip it and like play around with it um and then I wanted to tell you that you were asking about these platforms and like how to go about, you know, serving humans and inspiring them. And something that came to me was, uh, it's actually funny because years ago I remember my personality and I felt like I embodied all these facets. Like I had the side of me that would love like horror movies and it just like gave me a thrill and people thought it was dark, but it was like, it did something for my brain. Like it was just like, suspenseful and it was almost like I had the side to me that I appreciated the darker beauties of life and then I you know had my humor was really weird and that and then there was a time where I was like you know none of this is pure it's not godly like strip and just be all light and then I noticed that these accounts that I would see that it was like it's just all light it's all light and of course from from a perspective right at the end of the day it is all light from the God perspective, but we are here as humans in this grime and it's a crazy world and it's filled with darkness and pain. And sure we transmute it all to light, but what really helps people, I think is sharing the darkness and, and everything that brings you to that place of light. Because I remember there was this Instagram account and it would always like, not like make me angry, but I was like, this is fake. And it was this girl and she just, it's just all light. It's all light. And it's, it's she'd only post oh I'm this and it's just light and it almost triggered me because I was like even if this is real I don't know if this helps people like people are stuck in the darkness and they want to know how to get to where you are or to Mm -hmm. be okay with the darkness or to transmute it but when we only share this one perfect looking thing sometimes it's like because I also have friends that are like super successful Instagram artists and they go through the same thing where we talk about it it's like the where you're like you're playing a character and you're like I'm not this enlightened guru all the time like behind the scenes I cry and I die a hundred times I've made art about this where it's like the death of the self and and that requires you to be fiercely authentic with yourself and realize that we all have that shadow we all have this other part of us of the pain and everything that we went through to get to that light self and that that's its own story that wants to be seen and heard and expressed. And so mm-hmm. I, 
I, this probably does not resonate with everyone. And like I said, I don't, I'm not saying this is the way, but that's something that's helped me is instead of thinking I want to be a light to humans and I want to, I have to portray this positive stuff all the time. Cause sometimes that can be draining when I don't feel. And like I, I'm telling you, there's an intelligence when you do the higher perspective and you, and you can take any dark situation and pull the light out of it that to me that's like a true light worker is like transmuting the darkness to light that's like what jesus did or whatever like someone told me the symbolism of dying on the cross it's like you take everyone's pain and you transmute it like i'll take on your pain for you and you are a transmuter of that dark dense energy into a lighter form (sighs) so you really it's the yin yang sign you're working with both Mm -hmm. and so my goal is to no longer just be a light and be positive all the time. My goal is to be authentic and to share my authentic story with everybody because then you really become a guide for others. Like I said, the living example of like, I've experienced everything and this is how you can um, see life in a new way. And so I just think that's important because then it takes the pressure that you have to be anything. You can just be yourself and through being yourself, you'll, freaking inspire so many people and so that's kind of my new flow maybe that maybe that will inspire you or somebody else yeah no that resonates I've been I talk about that a lot so it really triggers me too when other people are only light and love as well because I used to do that there was a version of me when I first got into like healing where I was like all right, well, you're having a hard day. Just look at the good stuff. And I realized how toxic that was. That was like toxic positivity. And now I'm just like, I'm going to embrace this darkness. And I w- I've been surrounded by people that are just like, oh, well, it's going to get better. And, you know, all these things. And I'm like, no, I want you to help me honor how shitty this feeling is right now. I want you to be like, that is valid. Feel that fucking pain. Feel that like that grit, that darkness, and let that be who you are in this moment. And then, yeah, take that light and transmute it. And it resonates so deeply. That's what I've been trying to do with my platform. When I have a hard day, I'll explain, hey, I'm having a hard day. This is why. I hope I'm sharing this so somebody, I mean, I'm sharing this for somebody else to resonate with it. Or my poetry, or I'll put stuff in my journal that's dark wanting to share it with the world because this world has to reside in a duality there cannot be light without darkness there cannot be happiness without pain like these these places all reside in one orb in one you know faceted lifetime and in this you know continuously moving universe and so when you don't honor that darkness you cannot honor your light in all full bodied honesty yes exactly um dang it's just so it's so true because i'll meet people and they're like they really are drawn to me or they're like whoa i've never met someone like you like you emit such amazing energy and i'm like if only you knew it's because i have suffered so much but Mm -hmm. lol but it's okay. It's all yeah. okay. I am grateful for, for the pain, but it's just mm-hmm. funny. Like, I don't know. It's really like if you don't the other side until you have something to compare it to. So it's like every time I go through those deep, dark periods, it's like I come out and I can reach higher heights. And so like at my rock bottom where I was so 
mentally ill and like literally like I could die right now. That was when I felt the presence of God the most because I was seeking a way out. And so that made me swing to the opposite side. And you would have no reason to want to swing or to seek God or to seek your highest heights if you weren't in such a low place. If you're just in the like, oh, it all just is what it is. So like, yeah, I think it's about changing the storyline of like, we don't have to be afraid of this. And uh, this came up too. I'll just say this as well. Like I, a lot of people I was, I, I saw this video on this guy talking about trauma and I applied this concept with my own sister and my family. And he basically said, people that are deeply suffering, um, someone was like, how do you recommend helping them? And he said, to see them exactly as they are and, and allow them to not feel shameful and to tell their story and show up literally as they are and, and just embrace that. And that's where they'll blossom if they're just accepted as who they are in the moment. And so I've been doing that with people um, instead of like, oh, why are you getting high? Why are you doing this? You should be this way. I'm like, hey, you want to hang out? Like, you you know, like you can do your all these dark things you're doing. Like, I'll just be here with you. I mean, hey, I don't want to advocate that too extreme because that's a very particular case. But like just an example, like you can we can sit outside at the park while you're in this dark ass space and I'll just be here with you in this space. And then that's you bring light to the darkness and and then it naturally transforms itself because it feels like it can be expressed and seen in its entirety but when it has to be hidden and it's shunned away as like oh this is the darkness we don't go over there I think it creates a demon out of something that is not doesn't have to be scary it's just another part of you it's just another feeling that wants to be felt and understood but whatever is going on in our culture of like uh, someone said this and it kind of resonated that they, uh, what is the word, uh, capitalize or like happiness as this thing you can buy. Like there's these billboards of people smiling and it's like, once you have this house and you can get here too, you can be happy. It's like this creepy idea that everyone has to be happy all the time. And they, and then, so everyone is ashamed that they're suffering and sad. And so they hide in the corner with it and suffer in silence. But yeah it made me think of this what you're saying that we have to embody both sides and just see it see it as energy and it's all really okay and that way you can get to know yourself better and yeah not torture yourself for unnecessary reasons because every single human has pain and the most quote enlightened beings I've ever met um clearly not saying names but I know people like that that have a huge following and they're like known as like really enlightened people they they have some of the deepest darkness I've ever seen and they suffer just as much if not more than the average human so just important to know that all these people that you know are worshipped or seem like they have it all together like no one does we are all in this together we all have struggles (laughs) and through being authentic uh and just sharing our story is how we really help people you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, I was writing down poetry the other day, and I was like, I just want to be accepted as I am. I don't want you to change me. I don't want to have to be light and love and positivity all the time. <laughs> yeah, like, some days I'm going to be, like, depressed and anxious, and I just want to be held. I don't want to talk. I just want to be told, I accept you in whatever fashion you have to show up in. And I think that's radical acceptance, and that's unconditional love. Is saying, like you said, I wrote down that part about... um 
people exactly as they are and accepting them that way instead of shaming them and showing up in that form of you are okay to take up any form. And I, I do have a lot of friends in my life that I don't really resonate with right now because they don't honor those dark times. They immediately try yes. to change it to love. And yeah, I just kind of had like a little bit of a falling out with a friend that I was talking about. And me, I'm honoring. I'm not saying, oh, like, fuck this person, but I'm writing down like my poetry of like sadness and I'm, I'm expressing that and saying that like I'm having a hard time. And all she's posting about is all these good things. And I'm like, I know that you're hurting too. I want to see you honor that even if I don't want you in my life but I want you to honor that and not just keep faking that it's going to be okay because I know you're hurt as well and I think in the partnerships I have in the future of any kind of friends or more than friends I want to see them honor that they're having a hard time and I want them to know that I will accept them just as they are and that honest form can show other humans how beautiful it is to be vulnerable and we can wear our heart on our sleeve it opens up a whole direct contact to that other person's heart yes exactly that is such a powerful thing and if I you know had had this essence of what we're speaking of when I was younger it would have literally saved me of so much uh because I looked back and my parents were very like they do not like emotions they don't talk about emotions and like I literally had to wear a mask my whole life and pretend that I was okay when I wasn't um and that's just passed down programming but yeah I just pray that there's a shift in humanity of like normalizing suffering and pain and like I mean bless humanity's souls I can't imagine some of the stuff people endure like I of course I have my own pain and trauma but for the most part like you know now that I'm able to make money from my art like most of my days are pretty chill and uh super grateful for my circumstances right now but I can't imagine people that you know are going to they work so many jobs and they're all stressed out and they're just barely getting by they probably have so much pain and stress inside of them and if they don't have a place to to feel safe or heard or understood like how is that going to manifest you know like we need mm-hmm. way more spaces where people can just be held like you said and they don't yeah. have to go to a therapist and pay all this money once a week like on the side i wish it would just be embedded in our culture like every day all day <laughs> that's the dream because <laughs> we needed a huge shift here like way way too many people silence and and I, I completely resonate yeah. with you. I also recently had falling outs with friends because I've always been like the helper, the light, the healer. Everyone has like flocked to my energy, like the moth and the flame type thing. Mm-hmm. And when I go through darkness, um, those people flee, like they're not there. And I'm like, yo, oh. you want oh, yeah. this good part of me. But like when I'm going through it, like you immediately freak out. Like You don't want to hear it. It's too dark or scary for you. And so I've been really holding close those friends that are there season round through everything because that's literally life is the constant ups and downs and those people are very valuable. So hopefully sharing our stories is an inspiration for others to seek uh, raw, real, genuine human connections because it's so healing to find. Yeah, yeah, 110%. Um, There's something I wanted to add to that. 
What was it I wanted to add? I don't know, but <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. I, I mean, I was that kind of person in the beginning of my healing too, where I had one friend who was going through a lot of darkness and I kind of don't like, um, what's the word? Like, I call it the spiritual psychosis when people are like, you have to be light and love. And if not, I won't accept you. Or it's like, um, you're, they're not being very grounded in their body, but they're just very like in the spirit realm. And it was very, it was like toxic. And I, in the very beginning, that's the only place I was taught from like TikTok and social media of only light and love. And so that's all I was. And I, I feel like now I have to make amends with this person. So I might give them a call after this and I'm friends with them still. Um, but there was a point in my life where I literally told them I could not be friends with them because they were going through so much and it was too dark or I don't know how I worded it. But now I realized how much of an imprint that leaves in my subconscious. And I have to let that go because now I feel completely different where I'm like, I will honor the darkness. And I want to talk back to that old version of them and be like, your darkness is accepted. And that is incredibly beautiful. And I love you. And I thank you for whatever form you had to take up. And I apologize for ever shaming you for having, for you feeling the way you did when you wanted me as somebody to just listen and I think even accepting and taking accountability when it comes to those emotions and, you know, working through and integrating, you know, everything that you said and everything that every other human will share with us. And the other thing that really stuck with me was the sculptor. I had full body chills when you said that. It's just like you're chipping. And I can't really, you know, put back into words the way you said it, the way it made sense to my brain. But I was like, wow, and just like chipping away until you get to that new form of you. And then that you can be in that form for a little bit and then you'll move. It's kind of like I was talking to a guy a few summers ago and I was trying to explain inner child healing. And basically the way I explained it to him was you are taking this version of yourself and you're knocking down like this great wall. And I kind of imagine like the Great Wall of China, like really tall bricks around your your inner child you're hammering down or sledging down this wall and then you go in you see your inner child and you give that version of yourself a hug you connect to your heart and then you're like okay inner child i'm gonna hold your hand we're gonna knock down this next wall and then you keep doing and you keep doing until you reach yourself and that's what that sculpting kind of made sense of but also like yeah, I can't really put it into words. I don't think I'm supposed to, but it's, gosh, that just, that reached my soul on such a deep level as well. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's, yeah, I, that's why I'm so into the inner child healing stuff. And I remember mm-hmm. I made a drawing about it once and someone was like, oh. why are you so obsessed with being a child too? And I was like, you're missing the point. It's literally mm-hmm. because I see life is like, or we're like these onions and like our, you know, yeah. all the layers built up and. I feel like my true essence was like, I mean, everything's the true essence, right? But like mm-hmm. who I really am beyond these baggage or these things that I carry, it's like, how do I return to that? And um, yeah, it's like you're chipping away all the things that don't serve you. And it's weird. It's almost like, I mean, there's a quote and it said, learning to be an adult or being an adult is literally remembering all the things that you loved as a child. And so yes. to me, it's the concept of like, we were born innately with everything. We were complete, we were perfect. And the way the system or society is set up is this constant 
longing and searching for more. But as you can see in many cases, people die at an old age, feeling empty, searching for all these treasures outside, which is why I brought up the story of my tra- how I was raised. Um, it's a lot like the book, The Alchemist. It's like the person travels the whole world searching for some golden treasure and they find that it was their heart. It was in their heart the whole time. And I really yes. like that concept because that's resonated with my own being that I carry the magic and the bliss of life within me at all times. And it was always here. And uh, the constant search was really just a way to profit off my for- forgetting or insecurities of thinking I have to buy it or obtain it one day. And I'm really grateful I remembered that sooner than later, but it's okay. Like, if not in this lifetime, people will hopefully remember that at some point. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So it's almost like this falling back. They think it's all about moving. But what if you pause and you lean back and you fall into yourself and you back to like forward, forward, forward. I'm literally in that process in life right now where I'm. I don't want to keep pushing going and trying to like that's cool it's cool to evolve but like there's so much pausing and sinking back inward and going inward inward inward. and that's just something i don't know a lot of like at least my friends talk about and i've been exploring that and so yes everything you said i deeply resonate and um it's really special to remember that we carry all of us and it's it was here since day one we just forgot from so much bs being put into our brains <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally something that came up when you were talking about an onion is i was i had a podcast episode a few days ago with someone and they were talking about multifaceted beings and how we are multifaceted and i also realized one of my friends posted about that too and that's like a reoccurring thing is we are multifaceted beings and we can you know, dig under layers, but I also love the way you said that you can lean and fall back into yourself. That is honoring that is just as beautiful as evolving. And I think that's also like a part of like toxic spirituality sometimes or toxic healing is you constantly have to evolve. But then when you don't evolve, you hold so much shame around your existence. But leaning back into a version of yourself that felt really comfortable is allowed, is returning back to that place in which you had some answers. I remember, like, um, I think two summers ago, this was, I think, the summer after 2020, I was like the most content with life ever and all I had was my backyard my parents had 10 acres I would just hang out on the property and read all the time and just hang out in nature and sing to the trees and play with the bugs and giggle and run around barefoot and dance in the rain and I didn't care what anybody else thought but I'd get up at five in the morning and read and journal and microdose and I felt so good about my being and nobody I had like I didn't really have friends at the time because I was transitioning to a new version of myself. I was letting go of old people and I felt so content in life. And that's that version I've been really trying to lean back into is this person that loved nature so deeply that would spend all her summer days out there and that would read and feel good by herself and trust herself and confident. And, you know, I had so much awareness and okayness with 
being where I was where right now I'm so uncontent because I feel like I constantly have to evolve. And if I don't evolve, then I'm doing something wrong. But also the other lesson is the universe is not here to punish and we're never going to be punished what form or what avenue we take in life. We might get physically punished by like the law, but we're never going to be punished by the universe. It's not here to do that to us. Wow, that's so amazing. I feel like we're so similar. Everything you share, I'm just like, me too, me too. Um, Someone actually said this (laughs) to me on Instagram and I made it into a drawing. I can send you a picture afterwards, but they sent this to me. They said, perhaps your journey right now isn't about evolving, growing, and transforming into something bigger. Perhaps your journey right now is about appreciating who you are today. And that just melted my heart. I know it sounds cheesy and obvious, but it's like, well we'll spend our whole lives never being enough if and I hear the story it's every human repeats the same story like they achieve all these things and they're at the top of the mountain and they're like well shit now what and it's awesome to have goals but it really is the journey and I myself have gotten lost in that a freaking Mm -hmm. ton of times and so I'm like really hoping now to bring that in and, and just be as present as I can I think social media is really toxic for that reason like I don't follow mm-hmm. anyone. I don't look at anything except, you know, every now and then at 2 a.m. when I wake up and I just want to, like, relapse, you know, and go down the rabbit hole. But, like, <laughs> for the most part, I just don't do that to my brain because that comparison is exactly what will take you out of that sacredness. And I remember life before yeah. social media. Funny thing, Instagram didn't even get big until my, like, junior senior year of college like four or five years you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. before the pandemic like in high school like it wasn't even a thing for me and I was so much happier without the dang social media so (laughs) I try to use it for good which is why I'm doing what I'm doing but yeah definitely important to like be here and even if this moment is cringy or painful like I really think and I've made art about this we can find in it even hard like it's you can find it no matter what the perspective thing right yeah I definitely understand the social media thing I mean I'm only 19 so I have lived through most of my time being on social media snapchat instagram like insane yeah it's crazy to think that like I know I I have older sisters one of them's 25 one of them's 32 so like right in between your age range I'm assuming you're 27 then yeah yeah then where they also didn't grow up with as, with as much social media and it's so odd because me and my little sister are only a year apart and we grew up in that like we had snapchat our, our friends had snapchat starting like um fifth grade and now that we all have it now and we all had like I didn't get Instagram until seventh grade but they had it since like fifth grade as well and it's like that's been our whole life in comparison and sometimes it's so hard where I, yeah, I scroll on Instagram too. And I'm like, oh my God, like, I just want to be like this person. But the other thing that I learned, do you know Aubrey Marcus? That's a guy, right? Yeah, he's a really cool spiritual, like, guy. And he honors, like, all versions of himself too. And he's, um, I, I highly recommend, I'll send you some of his podcast episodes and his social media. He is a really, really dope person. And he he has a really, really awesome community of people too who honor and um something that he was talking about on a podcast that really stuck with me is social media is actually a form of shadow work for us it's 
we are constantly being triggered to see shadows of ourselves. So either we can run from that or we can embrace why we feel like we have to be in competition in that moment or why we feel this or that or why we feel triggered or when we post something on social media and we feel shameful for posting it. So we archive it or we delete it. Instead, why don't we lean a little bit deeper into it and say, whoa, why does this bother me so much? Am I scared of being perceived? Am I scared of, you know, this or that? And I mean, I struggle with that. I think we all do. We're all scared of the way that we're going to be perceived in the world unless we fully embrace that shadow of ours. But ever since I've heard that, it's like, yeah, like I'll go through these phases. Where I'm just like, oh, fuck social media like that. I'm kind of in that phase right now where I'm just like, I really want to go MIA. I just want to get a flip phone. Like, yes, I have felt social media. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you get it. But I'm just like, what am I running away from if I do that? Am I scared of the way that I'm going to get lashed back from this, this connection that I just had with somebody? Am I scared of being perceived that I'm not in posts aren't healing enough? And instead, I'm, especially today, so I'm so happy that you um, were open to doing a podcast episode right now because I'm like, I want to sh- share my craft and it doesn't have to be anything perfect but I'm just going to share whatever I make because somebody out there will resonate and I'm going to do it for myself. I'm not going to do it for the likes or the views, but because I want to share my craft and my perception of the world with the world. And that is enough for me in this now moment. Oh my gosh. Yes. Amazing. That's literally same. It's like someone will always resonate. And and it's funny because my pieces that I have, felt were the most cringe are always usually the ones people like the most so it's like really important that yeah to not do it for that and to get out of your own way because someone out there that will resonate and that it will help them like you just never know but that's crazy I didn't know you were 19 so you literally I want to ask you like is that yeah I mean I know people in their 40s are addicted to social media like is it your generation is do you feel like it's affected a lot of people's mental health? Like that, I, can, I mean, I just can't imagine because I'm way more like, I wouldn't even say confident. I think I just don't give a fuck as much as I'm older. Mm-hmm. Like my fucks yeah. were much higher when I was younger. Of like, wanting to be like attractive for men or this or that. Like, is that, Yeah. do you see a collective like mental illnesses stemmed people in your age, age range? Like, are they a lot because of the social media stuff going on or is it obviously like everyone's different you know I think there's truth to both sides I do know some people that I've have really changed themselves for their perception on the internet and to me sometimes it looks like a really bad mental health episode I don't really know how to describe that without like it sounding judgmental but I know some people that like I grew up with there were just like this people that I just like you know inner child like spunk but now like they have to have lash extensions and they have to be tan all the time and their hair has to be long and constantly curled and they have to be super super fit and they have to pose certain ways and I'm just like I know that you're struggling from the inside out I can see it because the way that you are you are holding on to this idea of the way you're going to be perceived for men for people that we've grown up with for all these things and there are times where it's, it really hits me hard on on how toxic it is and how we are in constant competition. And then I talk to other people, because most of my friends are from all over, 
Um, cause I'm a traveler. I consider myself more of a nomad. I don't really belong to any area. And it's, it's so interesting because it also depends on the people. And I know people that I've grown up with is one way, but some people that I'll connect with later on, they don't. Um, and also I find that men are also, they don't care as much about their identity on social media as much as women do. And I think it is because as women, we feel like we sometimes have to sexualize ourselves or perform a certain way, especially on social media to like call in their attention. And that's a really interesting, like psychological game that I think our generation also plays is this perception. But I think it's also a collective thing with social media, like, models all over Instagram and models all over TikTok or whatever and posing body ways or having to put your face a certain way I mean even I do it I'm just like I can't post that I don't look good or I'm not posed a certain I'm kind of letting myself just post what I want to post and it does not have to be my physical body but it can just be my craft yes oh my gosh yes and uh, I've truth about that those aren't necessarily these dream lives that need to be achieved because yeah I know I mean I was doing these affirmation drawings of like where basically I asked me a paragraph about like a current struggle they're having and then I mm-hmm. mute that darkness into a vision of hope so like the light thing and a lot of the pe- some of the people that reached out are these models that like literally look perfect you know what I mean like visually and the stories they would send me are just like freaking sad and terrifying and like they're really and it just really reminded me like we are literally all going through things and just don't fall for the illusion that people have it better than you or that just because you look good you're happy that's not people I just wish people knew that more because people spend their whole lives trying to be these things or not and compare themselves and I'm really grateful that I've gotten to see all the sides and perspectives of the world and realize that, I don't know, like no one's life is actually necessarily better than yours. Like everybody has their struggle. Everyone has beauty. And it's just so important to embrace what you were given and your path Mm -hmm. and try as hard as we can to focus on our own journey because every human has a different path and we don't have else and I'm like you I'm such a nomad I love traveling and being free and I've definitely always been a different weirdo I feel happy (laughs) when I just embrace yeah everything that I am (laughs) right that that's that's beautiful and all we can do is observe and not judge and just be like and that's your journey and and just yeah embrace who you need to be in this moment rather than who you think you need to show up as to get love and and yeah, I think that that is such a beautiful way to end the podcast too, is just those like embracing and accepting circumstances. Oh, yes, this was amazing. Thank you so yeah. much for being down to pick each other's brains. And I feel like yes. this podcast holds a lot of valuable tools uh, for anyone, any age, no matter where they're at. Yes. I think there's a lot of hope and beautiful perspectives in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah keys i wrote down so many things that i'm going to put in the descriptions <laughs> people are like yes i resonate with that i'm so excited to post this yay me as well um will there be a way that i can share this to my like instagram page for people 
Yes, yeah, so uh, this one we posted on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts and a lot of other podcast platforms. So I will share it with you, and then you can just copy and paste it to any place you want to. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're amazing. Yes. And I- Yes, you are amazing too. And from stranger to stranger, I deeply appreciate you and love you for all that you are. Oh, you as well. We're going to be new Thank friends you. now. At least I, I hope so. I'm, I'm yes. pulling that out there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, me too. But all right. Have a lovely rest of your day and I would love to stay in touch. Okay. You as well. Bye. Bye-bye.